Cast out the evil sorcerer and taken his treasures and searched his colon for gems. It's time for you to kick back and listen to the safe a half sideshow. The Save for Half Sideshow, where it's all fun and games until somebody takes a four-sider to the eye. Greetings and hail and well met and merry meet and all that stuff, fellow listeners. This is the Safer App Podcast, a podcast dedicated to old school games and the modern games inspired by them. I am, for this episode, the Warrior, DM Mike. And joining me is the Scoundrel, DM Liz. Scoundrel, scoundrel, scoundrel. <laughs> And also, the wizard, DM Jim. To everyone's surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And the emergency backup scoundrel when the last one dies horribly due to a poison trap. Hey! DM (laughs) Corbin. If you don't look at me, I'm invisible. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't look at me, I always make my hide and shadows roll. And this sideshow, we are covering the character generation of Gozer. Yes, normally the character generations are given to Patreons, but one, this one was rather intricate, and two, we actually had J.V. West himself to walk us through the character generation. So we thought it was interesting enough to make an entire sideshow out of it. He GM'd us. It's true. He goozered us. He goozered us. Ooh, that sounds maybe illegal in Texas. He definitely got us in the goozer. That sounds wrong. That's And illegal in Texas. But anyway. But first, do we have any emails? Oddly enough, yes, we do. <laughs> it's strange. You never ask if we have an email when we don't have an email. I don't know I mean, how you do it. Yeah, it's it's like I'm the only one checking the mailbox or something. Nah, that can't be it. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> well, I just forwarded the emails from the contact form, and lo and behold, I think this one came from the contact form, right? No, this came from the actual email account. Oh, I was hoping Kojo at gmail dot com. I was hoping the contact form finally worked for Kojo. Well, if not, he's at least figured out right the. 
email address. So, and you can too, folks. Hint, hint. <laughs> and you can hear your email read by DM Liz in the dulcet tones of DM Liz, with hardly any sarcasm. Hardly. Hardly. I read all the emails on the face of the earth. No emails were harmed in the making of this podcast. All right. For Corey's email, he says, Greetings to my favorite halflings. As you probably know, I am a huge fan of the Dungeon Crawl Classics RPG. Because there are so Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are so many cool aspects to DCC RPG, I find myself implementing parts of them into my other fantasy RPG games. For example, I also play Old School Essentials, a faithful clone of BX D&D. I love this edition of the game, but I have incorporated a few aspects of DCC into those games as well. Specifically, I have introduced the DCC version of Clerical Healing to OSE, which frees the cleric spell slots up for other useful things besides a bunch of Cure Light Wound spells. I have also incorporated at times the Mighty Deed of Arms mechanic for fighters and dwarves. This definitely is altering the game to a degree, but for the most part, it has led to a lot of fun. I'm curious if you can share any mechanics that you have taken from one game and put them into another, and if you felt it was successful. Thanks, DM Kojo. Stone him! What? are you saying that's as old school as it gets that's how it starts i'm gonna hobble all these rule sets together into one thing and eventually it morphs into something where you can publish and write as your own game but jim technically the rules do not allow such a thing (laughs) yeah right Okay, well, Jim, you start us off then. Oh, well done, Kojo. Rules is written, people. I'm a professional, so I have to be patient and gracious with everybody. So I just tell them, here's what the rules was written, say, in MCC. But by the way, I don't run the game that way either. (laughs) I'm not sure I've met anybody who's written their own rule set who runs it precisely according to those rules. All right, because it's not binary and... I would be shocked to find a table that was that didn't have some house rules in it. Examples where I've done it, oh man, I've got a reputation to protect, but I'm going to admit to something. I have occasionally, in the middle of a game, when it suited me and it seemed like it would add to the fun, had people roll advantage and disadvantage from 5e in the middle of a MCC or DCC game. Free art! <laughs> oh, did I steal yours or something? Well, one of them anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it but, just means uh, it's a good mechanic. A lot of people want to steal one. it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, I occasionally have used that in Victorious. So. A little bit goes a long way, and, you know, I wouldn't want it going on all the time. But anyway, yeah, so that's stealing from one to the other. And then the most egregious case was during the MCC playtest, I always get overambitious past my own skills that we were going to instead play Bunnies and Burrows. And the first edition, not the very nice recent edition Frog God Games did. So I had set up a scenario where the post-apocalyptic mutants had agreed to have their brains transferred backwards in time to go read something off a computer screen for a, a chimpanzee scientist in the 
post-apocalypse. They all agreed, and the rewards for a successful mission were set up. That happened, and then I slapped down on the table. I had the PDF. I'd printed out like copies for everybody of old-school Bunnies and Burrows, because we'd done it before. We uh, playtested a Metamorphosis Alpha adventure I wrote for Goodman Games, and we sat down with Jim Ward's first rules, and it was harder than we thought, but we muddled through and figured out the rules difference. It was more cultural shock than we were prepared for, but Bunnies and Burrows, we couldn't do it. We were we didn't last 20 minutes with those old rules, and I quickly I imported my own rules. We ran a session of Bunnies and Burrows with the Mutant Crawl Classics game engine because everybody just was used to it and it was easier. Was the chimpanzee scientist named Cornelius? Mm. Uh, he was Dr. Han Human, which I stole from Commandy Comics, so still borrow name, but yeah. Okay. Corbett? I just pulled a book off, well, a binder off the shelf, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but you start off with a game idea and add a set of rules and then add another set of rules and then add two or three more sets of rules, and pretty soon you have a binder full of rules that are not from the same game. But just looking through it, I'd made a Metropolis Beyond game that I put together to, to kind of play in the Batman Beyond world. I don't know if you've watched the cartoon, but it's basically Batman set in the near cyberpunkish type future. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's like an old dude and he's turning over the stuff to a young kid. That old cartoon is awesome. Yeah. Which is funny. They did a comic that's based on the idea that I was like, well, what if you started doing all the other superheroes have like some offspring or somebody picks up the mantle? And I picked up like rules from Palladium, rules from Cyberpunk, rules from, what was it? Aberrant, which was the White Wolf game system. Because there's like charts and stuff that is useful for different reasons and different things to, to make the element the game that I wanted. The game was okay. I wouldn't say it was great. Did your players have a good time? Uh, Yeah. Then it worked. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't always stuff rules into other games. They don't always fit. Sometimes you see a rule that's great, and it may turn the game into something really dumb. Well, yeah, a lot of times you won't, don't know it until you actually give it a try. Yeah. Well, you put a lot of high adventure action stuff into a Cthulhu game, it really changes the tone. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember the very abstract method of combat in Tunnels and Trolls, mm -hmm. I tried importing that as a method of doing mass combats in Victorious. And that went That's a neat idea. badly. Oh, really? Very badly. But the only way you know is to try it, though, right? Right. Right, exactly. So there's that. Okay. Liz? It's been forever since I've actually run a game myself, so I don't know that I have much of anything to really contribute to this. But the only thing I can think of is a while back there was a time when I was really enamored with the Call of Cthulhu sanity role, mm -hmm. and I wanted to use that in anything, even if it really made no sense to have a sanity stat. No, I, I've tried doing something similar like in D&D, &D, but with the say versus fear all the time, because it always bugged me that, you know, these rubes off the farm have an axe or a, or a big stick, go down to a hole and see walking skeletons. And what's mm -hmm. the first thing they do? Get them! <laughs> the average rube from the farm ain't going to do that. But if you start importing a sanity mechanic regularly into D&D, &D, it really changes the play of the game. And it's not really D&D &D anymore. It changes the tone and flavor of what you're trying to play. Right. Uh, when you change the mechanics of the way the game is, mm -hmm. I guess it's a matter of if it would help. Because if you did a, a horror-based fantasy game... Oh, yeah, if it like, was like Ravenloft or something, yeah, sure. that would work really good. Or a Cthulian style, like there's old gods and there's deep 
dark magics that can really mess with your head. Like, Cthulhu is actually a patron you can have in Dungeon Crawl Classics, and there's no <laughs> there's no sanity check in Dungeon Crawl Classics. Carcosa. Oh, yeah. Most magics in there are the old Lovecraftian Howard type. If you do magic, you're a demented little toad who will eventually go mad because it screws with your head. <laughs> but anyway, mine... Of course, Jim stole my advantage, disadvantage. How dare he? How dare he, indeed. Just because I called on him first. I mean, that's what you get. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what you get. (laughs) Uh, The only other two I can think of is one I tried. I don't know how many people here are familiar with Warhammer Fantasy RPG. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I tried importing their critical hit system and table. Into D and D, it is bloody. <laughs> yeah, that was not not wise. No, no. That is almost such a good idea. Everyone's done it because remember in the old days when there weren't critical hit tables, but some guy at some college had some, and you had a Xerox copy of it. And 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 yeah. like happened at night to the dinner table to BA. You you think it's a great idea, and suddenly people are losing limbs like crazy, and your players revolt. Yeah, that's great when you're doing it to the monsters, but when they start doing it to you, somehow it's less fun. But I suppose the most concurrent one I've got is my current Morrow Project campaign. I've restarted that up, a new campaign, with the same characters, but they're doing a different emphasis now. But one of the things that's important in Morrow Project is resource management. But keeping track of every damn bullet, bean, and bandage can get real old really quick. So I took Black Hack's method of handling charges for magical items, swans, and that sort of thing. Are y'all familiar with that? Yes, and that's a great idea. Yeah, it was the optional rule in Gozer. The, the Gozer rules. That oh, is I, it? Okay. When we reviewed it, it was, you were like, oh, it's from Black Hack. I was like, oh, well, that's a great rule. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I've blanked since then. So instead of keeping X number of bullets, I'm like, okay, you each case you raid is a D12 worth of bullets. And then you run that down to D, you know, when you roll that one, it goes to a D10. You roll that until you get a one, then it becomes a D8 and down and down until D4. And then when you roll the one, you're out. And that way, all you got to do is keep track of the die, and you don't have to keep track of numbers, and it's just a heck of a lot easier. And it's more intuitive for the players, I think, to grasp, rather than, okay, I've got 817 5.56 millimeter rounds. Uh, what the heck does that mean? I got a D10. Okay, that's cool. You know, I can run with that. (laughs) So anyway, hope we've answered your questions, Coho. Um, If not, write us again. And you can too, listeners. Well then, unless anything has any, anybody has anything else they want to cover, we'll go to a pod break and then join the creation of Gozer characters with J.V. West already in progress. What do you get when a fantasy gaming horror sci-fi geek 
and an Army veteran history nerd want to do a comic book related podcast. Why? You get the Weird Warriors podcast, of course. Weird War Tales was a 124 issue DC comic book series published from 1971 to 1983. Along the way, we'll sidetrack on to an occasional special mission where we discuss an issue of a like themed comic book from a different title or publisher. There are also the rare Road Warriors episodes where we report on comic related road trips like conventions or visiting the homes and grave sites of comic greats. We'll nitpick what the comics creative team got wrong and crawl about what they got right. We'll also break down the facts behind the fiction in the stories which is sometimes quite weird in its own right. Even the letters page and our favorite ads can't escape our judgment, just as we can't escape yours in our own dead letter office mailbag. Torpedo-eating dinosaurs. Haunted chateaus. Time-traveling rats. Zombie robots. Day-walking vampires. Gargoyle armies. And that's just in the first 20 Weird War Tales episodes. So, report for duty with the Weird Warriors podcast with Max and Rich, where we promise to make war no more. The Mace Kickstarter. Orcs, goblins, and more orcs. That is all any game master is running anymore. Introducing the Mace Kickstarter, covering all new monster character encounters and stock art. James Shields' book of monsters and character encounters, or Mace for short. He is going to have all new creatures like the Eye Thief. It sounds terrifying. Or the Mouth Maggot. Honestly, we can all agree that just sounds gross. But you can join in on the ground floor and get started on the monster and character encounters. Mace Kickstart by James Shields. It ends before April 14th, so don't get left out. The Mace Kickstarter. Life is hectic on the run, a frantic rush to get things done, so when you're just about to flop, why don't you stop? And enjoy a big, big boy, the Double Deck Hamburger Treat. The national favorite, coast to coast, distinctively precious, Big Boy. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Ed's Almost Good Beer. Remember, Ed's Almost Good Beer was brewed in God's country when God wasn't looking. Okay, well, let's get this show on the road then. And JV will walk us through it all, because it's his game. Yep, JV West. I can be the goose master. Yay! (laughs) Totally goozing it up. Well, uh, yeah, first, it's good to talk to all of you. I see the names on the screen, DM Jim, Safe for Half, Mike, and DM Lizard. Yes. Yep, (laughs) good old Safe for Half. Good to meet you, Safe for Half. (laughs) <laughs> well, good to talk to you the faceless yeah. audio editor of all this Corbin <laughs> <laughs> it is totally an honor to meet you Lord JV of England, Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> yeah people do get confused about that because because um, Square Hex 
prints and distributes it and they're in england so and how that happened i don't even remember um, he offered to do that for black pudding and i've just always went with him since <laughs> pip pip cheerio <laughs> darn regular paying jobs <laughs> oh yeah i didn't think about that jv there's there's two good old kentucky boys to three uh, non-kentucky people oh that's well, true yeah the red three, we've, we've got them outnumbered i'm north mississippi does that count <laughs> that maybe count more i don't know yeah <laughs> that's right. sure mississippi is basically southern kentucky yeah a little deeper <laughs> Do you hear banjos? I think I hear banjos. Well, Texas trumps us all because there's no but nowhere in Kentucky where they consider themselves their own free nation. In the United States of Texas. Cool. All right. So you all want to make some characters? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Indeed. Cool. Well, I'm just going to like go into my book and go to the table that says create your goons. An excellent place. Yes. And there, there's two words. Start here. And those may be the first two <laughs> things I sketched out in this whole game, if I remember correctly. Because this page was the first one I did. So, yeah. So, uh-uh. I'm making the goose. The first thing you're going to do is you have these action classes, uh, prowess, cunning, and magic. And you're going to put 8, 10, or 14 in those three places, however you want. Uh, I think you all know what these words mean. Cunning for stealth, charisma, deception, mm-hmm. thievery. Magic for so knowledge. That's where I'm putting the 14, everyone. Lower is better, right? Yes, because it's a target number. So higher is better or lower is better? Uh, lower is better because that's your target oh. number. Okay. Yeah. So well, if you're going to be cunning, it. you're going to you need an eight in there. Well, then then let me retract that. Guess where I'm putting an eight. <laughs> <laughs> so prowess, of course, is fighting and running and jumping and doing all that sort of thing. Magic is just Pretty much all your mental stuff. Um, I try to keep it simple, so there it is. So you put those numbers where you want to. Okay. And that'll be step number one. Number one. I will roll on to step two unless someone raises their hand. But you will never see it because we're audio. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Yeah, it's like, well, uh, moving on. <laughs> 16 hit points. How disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, so you're going to roll a d6 for hit points, and it corresponds to a number on the table. So if you roll it, I'll tell you what you got. I'm looking right at it. I rolled a 4. You have 18 hit points. Awesome. I rolled a 6. You have 20 hit points. Ooh. Well, good thing I'm going to plan to be a warrior then. (laughs) Well, I guess you, you put your numbers in the right place then. Yeah. Okay. So, step 3, defense. Uh, now, there was some people were a little confused because there's no default defense a score. It's just zero if you don't have armor or something. The secret is originally there was supposed to be a natural defense score, but we found during playing it that <laughs> combats lasted too long. So that was one of the changes I made. So, <laughs> yeah, it, you have a zero unless you have armor. So you're going to roll to see if you have armor. That's a D6 roll. Okay. okay. I rolled a two. You do not have armor, but you get to roll for two weapons when we get to that part. Okay, so my defense score would be zero then? Correct. I rolled a two. Same. That's, that's what I rolled. Okay. No, no armor for you. I rolled a five. Five means you have light armor, plus one defense. But not a bunch of cool weapons. <laughs> oh. just, just I, one I got light, shield and light, light armor and a shield. That's plus two defense. Oh. Yes. 
And uh, if you want to roll for a helmet, it's a D6, and 1 to 3 is no, 4 to 6 is yes. Oh, I want, I want. No. <laughs> he rolls, or we all roll? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody. You gotta have a hat, it's always uh, cool. Ooh, I, I rolled a 4, which I hope I hope high that is means, good. Yeah, high is good. That means you have a helmet. Ooh, I do have a helmet, yay! I don't. I'm pulling so, the, the Conan goose look. Yeah. So okay, Mike, we'll, uh, we'll have antenna ears later, and the helmet would have just been <laughs> bad for us. Yeah. That, that, Good point. So yeah. does the helmet do anything, or is it just you have a helmet and it looks cool? Well, it does look cool, but also zero armor, you're unlucky when listening or searching, but it's the old uh, shield shall be splintered rule, so you can shatter your helmet to absorb a blow. Okay. That's really Ooh. the only benefit mechanically. But you can um, make soup in it. You can drink from it. Oh, sure. There's all sorts of aesthetic uses for it. Catch spiders. <laughs> Correct. Throw it at things. Throw it at a party yeah. member that's not doing what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I approve of all these things. <laughs> okay, so step four. Goose. Everybody has five points of goose. Oh, and there's a character sheet at the beginning of the book where you can just write this stuff down. It's totally up to you. I've been using the character sheet. I, I, will... printed, I printed character sheets out, man. I want to be official. I'm going to play this guy <laughs> somewhere someday. No, I'm awesome. totally fanboying on you. I love your character sheets. <laughs> Seriously, if you, anybody's out there and you're looking around, look for, look for JV's character sheets. JV, man. I mean, most people, <laughs> I mean, pe- there are lots of people that do the hand-drawn look character sheets and they're nice, but it's like you can just hit Taco Bell and crap one out on command. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to put on my website. You, you want imagery? Jim will give you imagery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, sorry, it's late. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Thank you. I I did a bunch of them recently, just little sketches in my sketchbook of of Gozer character sheets. I threw them all up on my website. So if you go to the jbwest.art, there's a goose page. Cool. So everybody has five goose points, and you get to spend goose to do things that are awesome. But that's not a roll or anything. That's just five. I think originally I, I had it to where you rolled for it, but it didn't seem quite fair. So, yeah, I just went with five. And then we go on to weapons. This is, uh, mm. you know what? It's a D10 roll in the book. You want to do the book or the expanded D66 table? I'm up for I'm up for crazy dice, so what do I need to roll D66? Yeah, you roll two D6s, and one of them is the first number, oh. and the other one. Put down the magic purple dice and get two different colored ones. All right. Okay. And Mike so and I both get, get to roll two. Mm, yes, you both have to roll two. Nice. I was in there with a 12, JV. A 12. Nice. Give me just a second because I foolishly didn't have that pulled up. See, he got all cocky about having a better table. I, I did. He's not ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, do you see how be... fast I took the bait, too, man? I'm, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I said it, and I was like, oh, they'll say, no, let's do the official, and then you didn't, and now I have to find it. That's what, We don't do anything official. <laughs> it's okay. We could do the regular one. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I, mean, I guess uh, it is. We'll but... do the regular one, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Sorry. Yeah, I, did, okay. I don't want to sit here and dig for this for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> do a oh, D10. A nine. a nine? Yeah, so that's a hard whip. Yeah. It does a D4 damage. Okay. My first weapon, I rolled a five. All right, five is a bad axe. Ooh, bad axe. Ooh. Bad axe, which is a D6 plus one. Second weapon, 
I rolled a four. Oh, a fox, which deals 2d4, which oh. is, you know, a uh, fox is like the sword that's curved, but the sharp edge is on the inside of the curve. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So, Liz, in the marching order, I need to be behind you. <laughs> so you can be sure and rear back and, and chop your own head off. That's. <laughs> okay. Mike, roll a 10. <laughs> roll a 10, Mike. I rolled a 7 and a 9. Oh, okay. <gasps> so close. You got a pistol. He should have a 10. Ooh. Oh, dude. So that's you want a barbed whip? We could trade. <laughs> yeah, but I think he has one of his own. Unless he wants to yeah, do two-handed whip. whip action. Ooh. Is that what the nine is? Yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, it's a barbed whip. Okay. D4. What's the pistol? You, uh, the pistol is a 2D4 damage. 2D4. Oh, dude, so see, if you trade me a pistol for my barbed whip, you'll be able to dual-wield barbed whips. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. I'm going to keep my pistol. Six. Give me your armor. I'll give you a pistol. <laughs> done, done, and done. You just got a light, uh, light armor and shield plus two. Okay. I'm erasing that mm-hmm. off my character sheet. <laughs> and barb whip and pistol. I'm, I'm going to name this guy Indy. <laughs> I rolled a just for clarity. I rolled a six. I got a butterfly knife made out of real butterflies. I can only guess. <laughs> and just also for for full uh, full disclosure, ten was balderdash. <laughs> Which is why I wanted Mike to have uh, it. <laughs> almost as good as a bar. It's a dual-wielding bar. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you know all that military history. Is a balderdash one of those 40 pole arms Gary stuck in a book? I don't know what a balderdash is. Probably. I, I honestly don't either. <laughs> I know what balderdash is. It does 2d6 <laughs> plus 2. That's pretty good. Holy. Free art. <laughs> That's some serious Free art. swap in there. What is a balderdash, JV? Yeah, just an old word that means nonsense. I was just doing a play on uh, a blunderbuss. I called <laughs> ah, it a balderdash. Okay. Oh, that's why it's listed as two shots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah two shots and you got to reload. It's a double-barreled thing. Now I kind of wish I had gotten it. Gotten <laughs> oh, well. But I found my alternate starting weapons table. If anyone wants to re-roll a D66, I'm happy to do that. Oh, thanks to Trade with Mike. I'm very happy right now. I'll do it just to see what I get. Okay. Okay. 45. Ooh. 45 is a chopper. Chopper. Uh, chopper. I envision as just a big, fat, thick machete. Kind of thing. Like no, a, a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> it may be fashioned from a helicopter blade. Okay. And you get my to say st- your catchphrase, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. That's a D- D6 plus one damage. And the second roll was a 31. A hammer. A hammer. It's hammer time. D4 mm. plus one. And you have a hammer. I, I, yeah. If I had a hammer, I would hammer in the morning. And the evening? All <laughs> over this land. I oh, love you guys, because at work when I do that, they just go dad jokes. But we're all the same age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love you guys. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Does everyone have their weapon? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. We're going to money, and there are no ladders. There are no ladders. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. You actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're right. Everything costs tossers. I didn't include any clink stuff in there. I, oh, that's so, fine. 
So and that was sort of on purpose because the joke was the clinks are pennies and like nobody gives a crap about pennies and you can't buy oh. anything for pennies. <laughs> so are there like clinker trays at cashiers? <laughs> you know, take yes. a clinker, leave a clinker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now my D six are rolling the way they're supposed to. That's fourteen <laughs> tossers. You were correct oh, that the uh, the clinkers are or the clinks is because they clink in your pocket. Tossers is because they're heavy enough you can toss them across the room. Uh, <laughs> put someone's eye out with that. Yeah. Cool. So roll a D6. I rolled a one. I also rolled a one. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the entry for one is 1D6 clinks, you poor SOB. So, yeah. Yeah, poor. Oh my gosh. I rolled a one again. Nice. <laughs> okay, I rolled a six. Okay, you have... That, that equals... A tosser and a half. Ooh. Yeah. So it I is. could maybe tosser buy something. <laughs> buy a thing. I can buy I a thing. I rolled a three. A three? Uh, you have 2d6 tossers. 2d6 that, tossers. That's okay. a lot of tosh. I'm sorry. I'm doing this wrong, JV. I'm just reading ahead. So I already rolled mine. I ended up with 14 tossers. Okay. <laughs> wow. 12 tossers. That sounds believable, yeah. Jim. I rolled 12. <laughs> so we're, we're... I got... I, I all right. It's like character generation and Tim's old old uh, campaign he ran for us. He made us video our dice rolls at home. Oh, nice. So Corbin cool. and I are going to be sponging off of you guys. You know That's it. Fine. I'll just start paying you now to to be in front of me in uh, marching order. How's that? <laughs> that sounds fair. All right. Step seven. Blood. blood. What color is your blood? That's a D six roll. Three. Red. Okay, three is blue blood. Ooh, I'm a blue blood. Blue yeah. blood. That's fancy. <laughs> four? A four is uh, purple. Ah. Ooh. Six is yellow. That's yellow. Correct. Yellow blood. Man. I rolled a one, so my blood is red. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and color only matters in evil magic. In other words, in magic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's the blood go? Notes. Ah. Oh, Notes. yeah, I don't have a bloodline. I think I used to have one on there, but I took it off. I should probably add that back on. Next, you get to roll for skin, hair, and eyes. And actually, mm-hmm. just to be clear, these these are like, you can choose. You don't have to roll. It's just more fun to roll. Oh, it's always more fun to roll. Oh, yeah, I'm rolling. <laughs> yeah. So, skin, hair, so eyes what... is a D12. Skin, yes. <laughs> hair. <laughs> hair, fine. <laughs> all right this is supposed to be a fantasy role-playing game give me some hair <laughs> okay i rolled a three ah three is plum okay so i have plum colored skin and 11 for hair coral oh my and I rolled a 10 for skin that's maroon maroon what a maroon what a yeah <laughs> And I rolled a 10 for eyes, so I guess I have maroon eyes. Yes. Oh, my. That's that's kind of evil looking. <laughs> we know who's going to be in the front. <laughs> no hair. <laughs> and teal. I'm teal. <laughs> Three hair. Uh, plum. Plum hair. Plum. If you have hair. <laughs> that's the funny oh, bit. You roll your hair color, and then you find out if you have hair or not. Yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time you had hair, but now you don't. Three again is plum. Yeah. Plum hair, plum eyes. 
Mm. Nice. That's a match. It's very aesthetically pleasing. The goos probably like that a lot. Assuming I have hair. Over <laughs> right. Yeah, you'll turn out to be bald. <laughs> but not on my head. <laughs> 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 it's on the soles of my feet. See, that's... <laughs> oh, okay. That's what we oh. were thinking. Why, what else? What were you thinking, Jamie? <laughs> Armpits, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does everybody have skin, hair, and eyes? Yes. yes. Okay. Nope, cool. I have no hair. Well, <laughs> hair is a d20 roll, and on one through nine, you don't you don't got none. Yep, <laughs> that's what I rolled. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen means you have uh, flowing hair. Ooh, Ooh, flowing plum hair. Uh, the Fabio of goose. I, I rolled an eight, so I guess I do not have hair after all. You do not um, have hair. So only... the mane of grabbable hair. Mwah. Now, of course, mm-hmm. this is a this is a roll or choose table. That's true. Uh, I'll I'll go for a sort of a Lieutenant Ilea look. Be bald. Or dragon. Yeah, mm. be bald. Okay, cool. I'll do that. Besides, if I turn yeah. out having antenna or something, it'll make them really stand out. Good point. So, if everyone has hair or doesn't have hair. Most of us don't. Yeah, I know yeah. the majority of us don't right now. We are we are follically resolved. <laughs> That's yeah. You can blame that on uh, heavy metal and uh, and as uh, Liz pointed out correctly, wormy. I forgot that. Lots of bald and wormy. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the art that I was drawing for this, you know, they didn't have any hair. So I was like, well, I guess I should put that on the table that most of them don't have hair. So the next thing will be talent. That's a D20. Mm. This is the first time in my life I want to roll a one. (laughs) (laughs) Papa needs that (laughs) I-beam. Yes. Never. What'd you get? Uh, Hexer. Uh, I'll take that. Ah, I rolled a 17. 17. That is nature, which is nature stuff. Rangery type stuff. Hippie. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to Woodstock. I rolled a five, which is third eye. But that means I doesn't have a third eye. I have a third eye. <laughs> Just a third eye, not the first two. <laughs> cool. Cyclops. Okay, I rolled a 14. Yeah, 14 is a fool. <laughs> a fool? I pity the fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I got hair. So, hey. <laughs> it's all on my back, but I got hair. <laughs> Why don't we do this? We'll finish up on this page, and then when we get down to the talents page, we can go through those a little bit more, and then if if you want to swap out something, you can. <laughs> um, so, I'm cool. All right. I'm cool with mine. Fool, I oh, thought, yeah. fool is pretty cool, actually. It's, it was like every... Every every success is a you know bumbling success, and every failure is a critical failure, and that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. But uh, but every success is a critical success because you foolishly stumble into stuff. Anyway, your lucky symbol, that's a D20 roll. Mm. Or you can roll on the new D100 lucky symbol table. (laughs) Now, are you teasing or do you have it in front of you? Yeah, do you know where that is? I have it right in front of me. I want to do D100. Me too. Same here. 95. Yep. Like the instrument. Nice. Or like the seal. I don't mean it's up to you. So it's a 41. Uh, 41. I rolled my age. Oh, you did. A 41 is I. 
like eyeball. And, and what'd you roll? 53. Hmm. 53 is planet. I have a planet? Oh, no, wait, that's my symbol. Yes. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> Can I decide the planet? Like a Saturn-looking planet? Oh, yeah. or a, sure. Maybe a Death Star, only he doesn't know that it's a Death Star. <laughs> it's just a moon. <laughs> it's a small moon. You're going to make somebody say the words now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hold back. <laughs> I mean, how could you not pick Uranus? <laughs> Indeed. I think everyone else just did. <laughs> but I'm ching. Okay, so Corbett had a uh, 31. 31. Oh, 31. 30, a lot of a lot of ones. Yeah. 31 is not as in knots landing. <laughs> okay. It could be a Celtic knot. Yeah. It could be Don knots. Could be. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. Good thing I had my goose with me. Yeah. <laughs> Nip it in the bud. <laughs> you have. You should have your symbol on something, and then once a day you get to kiss it, rattle it, rub it, or whatever, and you get a lucky roll. Uh, I don't know. I heard you could go blind. That. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I don't enjoy telling other people how to run their characters, but you could have been kissing Uranus. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, that's what I heard. Oh, that's going to be a long-lasting joke. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what was it Cap said in Age of Ultron? That's not going away anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, pronouns you can roll for or pick or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, it's an optional table. Kind of like a, mm-hmm. skin, hair, eyes was optional too, but we went in it anyway. But it's a D4 if you want to roll it. Well, who Cap- doesn't want to roll it? I rolled a 4. <laughs> That is something else. Something else. No, you can tell Ooh. her. <laughs> well, I was following along in the rules, but now I'm lost. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> uh, that's Wait. A he, him. So that's what you got. I got a four. That's something else again. That's something else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's up to you, you know, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'll do like the really annoying version of Mantis from the Avengers comics. And insist I always must be called this one. Ah, yeah. yeah. Instead of any pronoun. That's something else, all right. (laughs) Something else. This one is pleased. This one, Mm -hmm. yes. What what is your need and what is your deed? This is entirely entirely narrative, so we don't roll anything. You just sort of... Common decency? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Um... I need some more tossers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, oh, but I do have a table for those. I'm so sorry. It's not in this book, but it's in the next one. Uh, And I have it in front of me. Oh, what what die is it? It is a D100. I will roll my need, then. 59. 59 is... No, oh, where'd it go? Let's that be the one that I left off the table. Hang on. There it is. <laughs> Hunt a band of slavers and kill them. That's your need. Oh, nice. Oh. I rolled a 79. 79 is find lost family. Hmm. 60. Or, actually, no, sorry. Um, ought six. This one will not rest until this one has found this one's this one's. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, did you say 60? <laughs> I, I thought it was, but actually it was zero six instead. Six is slay a giant. 
A giant what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> These are quite heady and serious deep needs for Goose, but... Yeah. Um, Corbett, did you roll? I I didn't. I can. Do you want to? Do you want to? Well, I, I just wrote down, I want cake. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I can... That, that's a good one. Do I need one. to go serious? They, they sound very serious. That's like actually the best, movie. That's the best <laughs> need of any of us, I think. <laughs> you, you asked a giant what? Slay a giant cake. <laughs> Ooh. So you cut the first piece, is what you're saying. You get the first piece. <laughs> this this can be like fortune cookies. I my need is to hunt slavers and kill them with cake. With cake. <laughs> Do you want to roll? You're for a wasting deed? it. <laughs> Do you want to roll for a deed? It's also a D100. I will do that. Sixteen. Sixteen is insulted a rich oligarch and stole their pet cat. Ooh. 54. 54 uh, is found a god. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> he was behind the settee the whole time. <laughs> it was just this orange tabby walking down the alley, and next thing you know, it turns out. Uh, what's a 34? 34. 34 is won a big race. Does it come with a free mount? Sorry. Um, Can't help myself. Hey, hey, yeah. Uh, I'm a horrible player. <laughs> Cool. Okay. If that's all the needs and deeds, we move on to the last step on this page. Are you a wizard? Mm. Yes or no? Oh, no. I'm not rolling for that. I'm just saying yes. Right. No. Yeah, there's no roll. This is just a choice. No. Okay. Nah. Right. Nope. If someone asks you if you're a wizard, you say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I can't decide, so I'll roll a d6. One through three, I am a wizard. Four through six, I am not. You don't want to go half wizard? I am not a wizard. Oh, uh, three knots yeah. and one yes. So what's going to happen is, and I think we'll we'll do the next page first and then skip on to, to that stuff. But anyway, the three folks who are not wizards get to do a level up, and then the wizard gets some wizard stuff. What's your background? That's a D66. Or you can pick. It's, it's whatever. Well, we've rolled this much. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the might as well go for it. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-three. Twenty-three is a gambler. Hmm. Probably hmm. a bad one, which explains why I have so little money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I got myself lost. It would be D sixty-six. Would be two D six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one. But you're a wizard. I'm sorry. Yep. Dyslexic no, no, no. moment there. This is for everybody. It's backgrounds. Oh, it's for everybody? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rolled a 65. 65 is astrologer, not astronomer. That's why you have a planet Mm -hmm. on you somewhere. Yeah. Hey, that works. Yeah. And I found a god. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming together. JV, I rolled a wyvener. What is that? Oh, one who tends and raises and cares for wyverns. Oh, and racism. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and racism. yeah. There you go. Because wyverns are a big uh, like transportation uh, industry in the city. Cool. Who, who hasn't rolled? I rolled a thirty-one. Thirty-one. So I'm a potter. It's in Harry. So I only work at four twenty. <laughs> you're, you're you're a potter, not wizard. <laughs> nice. You're not a wizard, Corbett. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. What else are you wearing? This is a D twenty roll, and you know you can roll as many times oh, as you want. It doesn't matter. Five. 
five. You are also wearing a cloak and a hood. Denim. Well, that's close to home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eleven and thirteen. Uh, all right, plaid pants, <laughs> and then thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> a tattered, a tattered tunic. I don't know why you would have those together, but you do. Purely for fashion. <laughs> JV, can I say something? I mean, your illustrations, you already know I'm a yeah. fan of your style. But it, as we're rolling these characters up, my brain is turning it into the Richard Corbin versions. <laughs> with all these colors. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm now imagining Mike's character as painted by Richard Corbin in plaid pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plaid golf yeah. pants. Under a weird yeah. sky, you know. And we're okay to roll more than once, right? Yeah, I decided just to roll twice, just because. Okay, well, my first roll was a 12, which is a thong. So I think I'll roll <laughs> one more time. Well, wow, Corbett doesn't have hair. <laughs> I rolled a 9, so I have a thong and a fur coat. <laughs> I'm a streetwalker. <laughs> are, are you sure you're a potter? <laughs> then how come you don't have any tossers? <laughs> I didn't say it was good. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the thong for you, Corbett. You ready? Let let me sell you a thong. If you uh, do t-shirts on Cafe Press, you sign over your rights to the art you use. And I once did Marvin the Mage t-shirts. And somebody years later sent me a link to a Marvin the Mage thong you could buy at Cafe Press. I don't know if it's it's still there, but if it is, you're set. <laughs> that would be quite the magic wand. <laughs> or you could use it as a dice bag. <laughs> I want one. That'd be awesome. <laughs> totally on board. <laughs> That'll be the first merchandise I put out for this game besides the game. <laughs> the goose thing. <laughs> okay, enough silliness. How about other possessions? Oh, now we get serious. That's a D eighty eight roll. And you can roll. You can roll for three items if you want to. Okay. You might and get now I'm gonna dig out my eights. Yeah. Ooh, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven is a lamp. That's useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twelve. A bronze shield. Twelve is ten iron spikes. Ten I wonder what those spikes. are used for. Apparently, to hold up my thong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 27. 27 is a shot horn. Like that you put shot in for a, a gun. Yeah, but I don't have a nah. pistol. <laughs> right. It doesn't maybe, mean you can't enjoy the horn. <laughs> yeah, maybe you put whiskey in it. Oh. <laughs> I should have been videotaping my dice rolls because I just rolled a 21, so I've got more bullets for my pistol now. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Very nice. And a jug of moonshine. A- yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 27, so I have a horn as well, right? Yeah, that's no, a shot, shot horn. horn. Yeah, shot horn. Shot horn again. The popular. Okay. I rolled a 47. Ah, 47 is a gourd. Ooh. Yeah. I had this idea. 71? That, uh, this idea that they would have a whole page of magic gourds. I may put that in the next one. Uh, 71 is glue. Mm-mm. You are the glue that holds this party together. <laughs> and dare I mention this, 22. 22 is... A diamond. Nice. Wow. You you gourd, can. glue, and diamond. <laughs> I'm going to glue the diamond onto the gourd. <laughs> oh, my third Arrow. item was um, 23. Uh, 23 is 3d6 tossers. 
Ooh, I'm no longer wow. no longer poor. No longer poor. Let's see. So let me roll my thirteen tossers. Wow. Hey, you, you, hey, you're, you're doing well. New. Yeah. Hello, something fancy pants. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll buy myself a fur coat of my own. <laughs> I definitely want to be next to you in a marching order, just in case you croak. <laughs> <laughs> And I got a 34. Oh, 34. So 34 is um, the tooth necklace. Mine or other people's? <laughs> <laughs> that is up to you. But now I, I really, you know, we need a picture of this one. Man. The thong and the fur coat and the tooth necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Good old gummy goozer. <laughs> <laughs> is that an iron spike in your thong or are you just glad to see it? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. Corbett has iron spikes but liz has the hammer mm. Mm. teamwork that's Team right all, all cooperation <laughs> Corbett, there all may not be a there may not be a ladder on this table but i'm seeing enough stuff you could make one <laughs> yeah but what would it cost <laughs> negotiation your dignity <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh wait we're gooses we don't have yeah. dignity <laughs> How about rolling some ears? That's a D12. Ears. I've been waiting for this all character generation. Ten. Ten is piggies. So they're they're like little curly ears. Oh, I'm going to have to do holes in my helmet so the little curly ears can come out of them. Oh, boo. I just got regular round ears. Oh, yeah. Bogus. I rolled a three. That's round. Welcome to round ears. Oh, man. The most common of goose ears, the round ears. I got triangles. Nice. There you go. Triangle man. Tri- triangle man. <laughs> you beat me to that by like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hoping somebody would get droopies or moonies, but it's no, okay. Okay, so now, this is also an important thing. Do you know any vulgar spells? This is for non-wizards only, because of course the wizard knows spells. Vulgar do hand, spells. Do, do hand gestures count? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a component. Yeah, that could be one of the things. So this is a D6 roll. One. So okay. the best one. One. No, and you can never learn any. So you, you oh, simply Corbin. do not have the capacity. <laughs> I rolled a four. No. Just five. Simply no. Yes, you know one. So jot that down. We'll get to those spells in just a moment. So that brings us to the talents. And I don't know if there was something we needed to work out in talents. I think there was. So tell me your talents again. Someone had Uh, nature. Yeah, mine is nature. Nature is just simply you're lucky at anything related to nature, like hunting, survival, natural natural lore. Like Um, tracking and stuff like that? Yeah, anything anything like that. Oh my gosh, you're a nature person that slew a giant. You're a ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I see. But my lucky symbol is a harp, so maybe I'm a bard. Yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, Actually, no, I think Corbett's the bard, because he's walking around in the thong. (laughs) (laughs) He has a soundtrack with my tooth necklace. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a soundtrack going all the time. The the fool. If I'll just clue you in on that real quick, bumble your way to legend. For any action, you can choose the fool's role, meaning you're lucky, so you get a plus two. But all failures are fumbles. 
and all successes are ugly accidents. Mm. Okay. That would be so fun to play, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a plus two on any roll, essentially. You just have to accept the fact that if you fail, it's going to be a bad one. It's going to be horrific. Yeah. Yeah. You do nothing so kind by of halves. Double or nothing. Yeah. Okay. My talent was Hexer, and I see a table. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's not a roll table. It's just, so you do a magic roll, minus AC to get your margin of success, and then you choose a result on this table based on it. So if you get a margin of five, you can choose a four if you'd rather do that, or a three, or a two, or a one, but you can't have a six. Does that make sense? Okay, okay. So every time I throw a spell, it's just going to be crazy somehow. Yeah, no, it's it's in addition to your spellcasting. It's you know, just something you can do. You have to burn a hit point. Oh, right, just a straight magic roll. Yeah. Burn a hit point. Right, per target. You pick the, the result you want on the table. Because if you're not the pain in the ass of the whole party, you're not playing a wizard, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty cool for a wizard. Like that's a, yeah. Who else had a, what did Corbett have? What'd you have? I had a, I had third eye, which gives me mm. extra powers at magic and with no ability to use it. Which you can <laughs> never have. Oh, um, yeah? Well, maybe, is this your card? <laughs> Just keep going well, through the whole uh, this one. Just go through the well, whole deck. This one? <laughs> it's got to be this one. But hold on a second, because it's not useless to you. Because magic rolls are any sort of mental role. So if you're just trying to um, decipher some scroll or, or figure out something, you can still use it. Like you uh, use your third eye, and every round you concentrate, you get a plus one. So yeah, still useful. So, so it's not just spell casting then? No. That's good. Not just. As long as I didn't make the uh, magic stat my dump stat. Oh, wait a minute. It's like, See, you're going to need all those plus ones you okay. can get. Yeah. Okay, the guy in the thong with the fur coat, nothing else, he's the smart one of the party. <laughs> yes. This is cool, because Camel World would do that every once in a while. You'd be rolling up your mutations. Oh, I've got three arms. And then you'd roll again and go, oh, wait, I'm, I'm missing an arm now. <laughs> I'm the two-armed, three-armed man. <laughs> So who had a shield? I did. Uh, do you want to roll to see what symbols on it, or do you just want to have your planet on there? I just have my planet on it. Being okay. an astrologer. So you have Uranus on the front and the back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> see that way, if they old. try to backstab me, they're just hitting my shield. So, right. You know. um, who had armor? Uh, I did. I had light. Okay. What kind of armor? Do you want to roll on a d twenty table for that? Sure. Sure. Now, this is on the page 11 of the PDF for seven children at home keeping it. Oh, you've got oracalk plates, the um, mythical Roman metal that's like red. And and yeah, I don't know anything about it, but that's what that is. It's it's a red metal worth more money. It's actually more valuable. Costs more to repair. Ah. So your light armor is oracalk. Who else rolled? I rolled an eight. Eight is uh, silver discs. Silver discs? So I'm covered in records? Yeah. <laughs> CDs. CD yeah, armor. yeah. Yeah, CD armor. Cool. Do you have a belt buckle? <laughs> that's a D6 roll. Oh, that's right. Belt buckle's like the big thing, right? Belt buckles are very popular oh. in Goose culture. 
belt yeah. buckle over his thong. <laughs> <laughs> well, holding it up, hopefully. <sighs> okay, it's a D6. Yeah. I rolled a one. Oh, no. I also Five. rolled a one. I, I, okay, five means you got one and it's special. Ooh. Yeah. So all all the folks that rolled the <laughs> rolled the one re-roll that because I don't want to see sad bastards. Just what what it says. So. Aww. <laughs> I I don't know if uh, I'm wearing a sexy thong and covered in a fur coat. So how sad could it be? <laughs> <laughs> like you starred in the movie Zardoz. Well, as long as it's not like the the belt buckle. Lynn Witten gave me back in the 80s. It was a Lord of the Rings belt buckle, but it had a ring around the Lord of the Rings logo and it said, speak friend and enter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would say that is a special belt buckle. That is a very special belt buckle. Okay, this that time is. I rolled a two. <clears throat> As okay. did I. Oh, really? You still don't have a belt buckle. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to give everybody a belt buckle. So everybody has one. Yay! Um, okay. Now, Mike's Mike's belt buckle is special. He rolled that on fire oh. and square. But everybody can roll a d20 to see what their belt buckle has on it, or you can have your symbol on it. It's up to you. Well, hang on. I just rolled a straight three. What does that get me? You got a regular belt buckle. Oh, okay. And eight? Eight is uh, that it would have a rat on it. Just like the picture in the book, actually. That goes with my thong for sure. Uh, I rolled a, I rolled a thirteen, which may be unlucky. I don't know. It has uh, a sure it's good grinning face. A grinning kind of, <laughs> a smiley kind of, face. That's kind of rude too, but okay. <laughs> Fifteen. That's a ram. A ram. <laughs> that's pretty rude too. <laughs> so uh, you had a special belt buckle. So roll a d six. Yeah, we'll see what it does. Maybe it'll allow me to summon a ram. <laughs> four. A four. It's a smart belt buckle that talks. Oh, and it's a ram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, friend, and enter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, this this game, character generation, is so chaotic. I, I, I've got to sell this game to Skeeter Green. I need Skeeter <laughs> Green to hit these rules. Oh, Mike, your belt buckle what? talks. But you're the only one who can hear it. <laughs> Everybody else thinks you're crazy. <laughs> I'm arguing with my buckle. Hey, that's another party member. You just added an NPC to the party. Like a retainer. <laughs> <laughs> well, later when you sell it to some NPC, it does all kinds of extra stuff. Because that's how that works, yeah. And we'll hold here for a pod break. Hey everyone, this is Tim from Tomorrow's End Podcast. If you're interested in post-apocalyptic moral project, then Tomorrow's End Podcast is for you. You can hear us at tomorrowsend.org, or you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, and more. I know Koo, and Koo's teaming up with a good balanced breakfast. Teaming up with Mr. T cereal, and getting on the team, the team that knows how cool breakfast can be. You get a crispy corn taste with a touch of brown sugar. Teaming up with Mr. T. It's cool. Teaming up with Mr. T, golden sweet crispy teas. One bite and you're gonna be eating with the team that's teaming up with Mr. T. It's cool. Teaming up with Mr. T. Now it's time for the next thing that's gonna happen, and here it is. We won't roll any scars because no one's been, but, you know.
if you want a scar, of course you can have one. But let's do the level ups for the non wizards. Okay. When you so that when you level up, you pick two benefits. You can add two hit points. You can gain a spell. You can add a whiz. <laughs> you can add a treasure, or you get five lucky rolls. And the five lucky rolls that's expendable. That's mm -hmm. um, you know you use it and it's gone. Can a fool have that? Can a fool have what? Five lucky rolls. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I'll just take hit points. Two mm -hmm. hit points. Twenty-two hit points. Nice. Oh, dude, I, th I thought you were about to jack the system in your favor. <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought about it, but it's like, yeah, he's a warrior, and he's only got a D4 whip, <clears throat> so he needs hit points. Okay. Although I got 12 tossers, you know, I could buy something, yeah. I guess. What about the others? I'll get a Going spell. Through. You want a spell? I want a spell. Oh. So you're not a wizard, so that's going to be a vulgar spell, of course, but that's a spell nonetheless. Corbett, you want a treasure? I do indeed, but you know me too well. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're supposed to do is roll a d6, but the possibility okay. of getting hard cash or frivolous junk is on there instead of the really cool stuff. Okay, so I roll a d6? Okay, sure. Yep. Okay. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <clears throat> Stop! Six! Oh, That's a high number. That's a super tech. <laughs> you get a super, super tech. tech. Yes. You found something cool after your last adventure. You got a sun lamp. I have a talking thong. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I want Alexa in a thong. Yeah. And this page is kind of, I, I understand this page might be a little, it is chaotic and a little confusing because at the top it says, does it work? And you got a D6 table. But that's really, uh -huh. it's intended to be, you found something, does it work? But if you're rolling as a level up, uh, you shouldn't have to roll that. Your thing works, it's okay. You heard it her first. Errata for the for Goozer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I could be carrying around a broken VCR, it'd be funny. But roll a D66 <laughs> and we'll see what the heck it is. Okay, 66. Ah, <laughs> one, one. Eleven, a motion detector. A motion detector. A motion detector. It's the same yes. thing they use on aliens. It's that. It's exactly that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So now you can detect when the aliens are coming, and they're inside the room. Okay. 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 So let's let the record oh, oh, oh. show how patiently I've been waiting to get to page thirty. Yeah, we're <laughs> almost there. We're almost there. But first, we have to find out. Do you, do, does your does your motion detector have a secret property? Do you want to know? Do you want to find that out? Uh, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if you do, just roll a d6. I'm rolling it. Four. Okay, no. Poor bastard. That's what it says. <laughs> no secret property. Oh, pity, because the secret property is you're not moving. The universe is moving around you. You just think you're moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate motion detector. It's called the ultimate nullifier. We'll move on to the magic now, but there is a bling table. If anybody wants bling, you can roll a d20. Like ear. I think I, I got bling. plenty of bling. I want bling. Okay. <laughs> I want bling. Bling ten. is nice. A ten. You have a waistband. <laughs> Which I, I guess is a belt. <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. The buckle will be nice. You, can, you yeah. can have my bling, Liz, if you want bling. 
I, I was hoping someone would get a 15 bedazzlings. Because I don't know what that is, but you would have that. I presume there's some kind of bees. <laughs> um, okay, we're going through Goozer City, and we're going past Goozer City now, and we're entering into, here we are, magic. Yes, okay. magic! I have cracked out a 1980 game science D20 so I can get true magic that's the absolute magic of deep time and space. <laughs> Liz, you have a vulgar spell. Why don't you roll that one real quick? And that's okay. um, uh, that's a D20. Fifteen. Uh, you have doubt. The vulgar spell called doubt. The target doubts what they are saying. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a seven. Oh, you got a vulgar spell too? I'm sorry. Yeah, that was part of my earlier rolling. Yeah. You uh, got sneak. Uh, be undetected as long as you do nothing but move. Huh? <laughs> Even by the motion detector? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even by the motion detector. That's a good Ooh. one. That's a great one. It's a quandary. It's a philosophical quandary. <laughs> now I want to play a game because those doubt spells and sneak spells would be super handy. Yep. <laughs> it would be fun, yeah. Can people trade spells and learn from each other? Yeah, I don't see why not. But you know, it's it's that's that's between between you and your allies and enemies. Do you want to share that knowledge, or do you want to guard it jealously? That's the question. I don't know. I, I doubt she does. <laughs> that's kind of the thing. Um, yeah, I you, sure. Um, and I would, I would simply, I would simply rule that uh, you have to pass a magic roll to learn it. You know, something like that. If you fail, then you can't learn that. Hey, Liz. Hmm. Your goose comes to me and says, "I want to learn sneak. Will you teach it to me?" No, I will not. Are you sure? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, maybe. <laughs> That's yes. good. That's good use of the uh, good, good use of the spells there. Be you a wizard, and we have one person who is a wizard. So, what's your mark? You choose uh, wizardry. A mark, scar, or symbol is upon your body and soul. Oh, I'm so going to stick with the eye. Yeah, okay. The mark is on your eye. Cool. All right. Uh, what is your weakness? That's a D66. Oh, irises. Can I be that specific? Sure. Just like star irises would be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't think of it. I just stole from a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a D20 roll, right? A D66 for your weakness. Oh, okay. Uh, 63. Moonlight. Oh, that's a bad one. Moonlight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you so... turn into a werewolf. <laughs> well, in real life, it's sunlight, but I guess. <laughs> so we need to get you a big umbrella you can carry at night. I have to go back to that also wears table and hit it a few more times. <laughs> yeah, and of course, a lot of this is up to GM interpretation. For moonlight, I would simply say you're uncomfortable in the moonlight, but if uh, if you take if you actually take damage in the moonlight, it's going to be real damage. So it's going to skip your armor, your defenses, okay. and go straight to your hit points. And if you die in that situation, you will become moonlight. Oh, I would totally keep role playing the moonlight. Yeah, that is kind of creepy. Yeah. What's your what's your watcher, which is a D sixty six? Uh forty three. Forty three huckster. You're watched by a huckster. 
<laughs> How appropriate. As well I should be. <laughs> uh, well, Dude, I, can you do it? Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, um, I, I was a gambler. Are you sure that Huckster isn't watching me? <laughs> <laughs> do a quick D12 roll, and let's see what personality this Huckster has. Uh, five. Uh, this Huckster is paranoid. So you're watched by a paranoid Huckster. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> even GMs get to do emergent roleplay. Yeah. Do you want to go for the seven whiz, or are you going to roll a D6 times two? Oh, seven. That's... Okay. You have seven whiz. You can, whenever you rest, you either have to heal hit points or whiz. Can't do both. Okay. <laughs> um, roll up your spells real quick. How many do you have? You have 1d3 plus 1 random vulgar spells and 1d3 plus 1 random wizard spells. <laughs> you can see already the, the player that chose wizard, everybody else is like drinking their Mountain Dew and they've got their character finished. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard's guy is like, okay, I've got five more rolls to go through. It's okay. I'll take it. So the first roll was a three and the second roll was a, a five. So three and five. Three and five. So three D20 rolls will get your vulgar spells. All right. I'm, I'm just going to do these real quick. Oh, well, so much for real quick. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to bog this down with me rolling up all these spells. Is that cool? Oh, no. That's, that's this so is cool. pretty so funny. I could have a whole show of just gem rolling up mages over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah. No, we don't. We don't have to. We don't have to go through the spell rolling. Yeah, that's fine. You have. I'll just tell you. You've got uh, hold breath, impression, and sparkler. Those are your vulgar spells. Okay. <laughs> and for wizard spells, I'll just tell you that you have uh, death from above, lightning, <laughs> tunnel, frost breath, and read mind. We're recording this, so it's all it's for posterity. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'd say, well, can I have another? But I don't want to get greedy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, na- we, we didn't do names. You guys can make up names or, or roll for them. That's uh, I can't believe we forgot names. But oh, I had my name at the beginning, Grumbleduke. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Grumbleduke. I'll I'll roll for a name. What I need That's to roll? Eighty-eight. Okay. On, on the main Alrighty, 73. Ah, 73. You are fig. Fig. Mm-hmm. Well, considering I have plum-colored skin, that works. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That was the fig name the of Mighty. That was the name of my character when I played this the first time. Cool. Fig. Uh, I think that's nice. it. I think the characters are done. Boy, I've got a rolled up character hey. ready to go. Yay. Oh. Yay. Yeah. It does really get you psyched to want to play the game, though, for sure. It does. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming on and helping us roll up these characters. Yeah. I wonder if we could Um, sneak this character into Alex's AD&D game. (laughs) I'm not sure it's um, sneaky. I mean, you do have to sneak spell. I do. I have it right there. See? (laughs) And I'm I'm a fool, so, you know. That's perfect. (laughs) As long as you don't do anything but sneak, you can be in the game. <laughs> well, I can't get my belt buckle to shut up, so. <laughs> JV, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for coming yeah, we really here appreciate and helping us through you. this. Oh, sure. It was fun. I mean, if you'd asked, I'd have said, 
15, 20 minutes, we'll go through character generation. Our patrons will hear it later. And we've, in effect, recorded an entire episode. extra episode. Uh. <laughs> well, you know, it's partially it's partially my fault for having 10,000 tables in the game. But, you know. That's... Well, and the other part is our fault for insisting you roll on all of We roll on all of them. So, you know. But it's so fun. It is. It I, is. I mean, if you're a patron, you're listening to it, go get the game because that's was fun (laughs) (laughs) and thanks for listening to our character generation say goodbye everybody goodbye from fig adios from gummy (laughs) indy says bye oh yes and the goose master says adios briark for gum grumble duke (laughs) well what what's that bell buckle no you can't have ice cream for lunch (laughs) now we're out Podcast is a production of the Mud Puppy Games Network and the Gagman Podcast. The Save for Half theme music is provided by the band Mississippi Bones. You can find them at mississippibones.bandcamp.com. All player characters mentioned in this podcast are fictional, and any resemblance to PCs living or dead is purely coincidental. No NPCs were armed in the making of this podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Save for Half. <laughs>